Becky. Hi, hello, listeners. Uh, this is a Hi, very, everyone. <laughs> this is a very, uh, very special episode of the H Word. Um, very special. It uh, took some doing. I almost, I almost ruined it. It's <laughs> you didn't ruin it. I almost. Oh, very, okay. So it's That's fair. I'll take that. <laughs> I'm in, I'm in Los Angeles, California. Dan, where are you? I'm in Berlin, Germany. Whoa. Um, what time is it where you are? Yeah. It is uh, It is 12.39 p.m. Ah, cool. Where I am, it is 3.39 a.m. And uh, <laughs> Dan, Dan was being... And um, I appreciate you. I appreciate you immensely for waking up in the middle of the night and helping me do this see, now. See, I knew you were going to say that, but I want to, I want to um, reinforce that Dan was like... I'm very busy. It's a bad time, but I could do noon my time. And I'm like, I will do that. I'm so into that idea. <laughs> and <laughs> subsequently, I guess quite obviously, fell asleep, set an alarm. I set an alarm. I set two yeah. alarms. And my husband in bed with me, I think in his sleep, said, is that alarm going to keep happening? <laughs> so I moved out to the bed. <laughs> it's now the middle of the night. I'm drinking a Mexican Coca-Cola <laughs> that I opened when I... The alarm went off, and uh, I will say I'm ninety five percent responsible for this decision, and it was a weird one. <laughs> but glug glug, glug glug. Here mm-hmm. we are. Well, I'm delighted to be able to uh, connect with you in this way. Um, most from such Im- a great distance. Most important question: What's the weather like? <laughs> oh, of course. Yes, we always do the oh, weather first. It's been um, extremely gloomy all week. Uh, oh. and to yesterday was nice, but unfortunately I wasn't able to enjoy a lot of the outdoors you had yesterday. Some, you had some work to um, do. But we're back to gloom. Ah, uh, yeah, this is a classic Berlin zone. And is it the kind of gloom that, like, it kind of gets into your bones? It's so wet and cold? Absolutely. You 100% <laughs> nailed it. I've been to Berlin. I love it. It is. It's cold. It is and, that kind of infectious gloom. Yeah, it's the kind of gloom where, like, yep. Yeah, no. And for well, for that reason, I have no answer for the question this week. <laughs> well, that's great. I, I uh, yeah, the rays of sunshine have been few and far between. Um, I haven't been ingesting materials yeah. that aren't just like straight up headlines, and so it's been a bleak. I'll say a bleak week. Oh, bleak week. Um, one more question about the gloom. I was going to ask before. Is it the kind of gloom? Please, please. Where um, the cold and damp seeps in. During the time that you're in a hot shower? <laughs> um, great I've ex- question. I've experienced it, that. <laughs> that. It really depends on whether the fan is on or not. Um, the Ooh. fan in my bathroom is very strong. And so if you sort of stand still in the shower, you will kind of feel the cold air kind of rush around your feet. <laughs> um, and so it's a, it's a delightful sort of soup uh, that emerges it's a, yeah, it's a gloom, um, it's a, well, it's, it's ubiquitous gloom. A seeping gloom. A seeping gloom, yeah. So, um, are you in East, what used to be East Berlin or West Berlin? I'm in West. I'm, uh, I'm in Mitte, 
which Mitte, is which means sort of, which means middle in German. Yeah, it just means like kind of downtownish. Yeah. Okay. So that's where I am. Yeah. That's very fancy. <laughs> I think. Yeah, it's very fancy. Well, yeah, it's it's a nice place. Um, well, I don't. I'm glad that you so quickly were like, I don't have an answer. Um, that's very respectful of you. But that's fine. Thank you. Um, I think it's a, a kind and silly enough joke that you're even doing this, and that I'm up in the middle of the night in Los Angeles. Um, my answer is potentially terrible. Okay. okay. So I'd love to hear it. Okay, so um, I'm in Los Angeles, as you know. It's award season. Maybe that's over. Ah, uh, yes. Um, uh, yeah, it's it's wrapping up, I think. So is it only two awards for award season? Just the the Golden Globes and the, and the Oscars? The Emmys? Do they happen now? The the Emmys are a different time of year, I believe. So award season um, is two awards get handed out. L.A., uh, Well, there are, there are other ones. There are like, um, you know, People's Choice and stuff like... Uh, oh, that's around now? Like... Yeah, I, I think that, that a lot of those sort of lesser ones kind of cram in around this time. Oh, okay. The, yeah. ba- the BAFTAs and, of course, the ACTRA Awards. <laughs> the ACTRA Awards were, I think, in January, ACTRA being the acting union in Canada. Yeah, big, um, huge deal. I don't know. I've never okay. been nominated. All have right, you, well, have you, taking did you, shots at the did you, ACTRA one. Did you win, have you won one? I have never won one. Have no. you been nominated? I have never been nominated for an ACTRA award. Okay, that's a goal for this year for us. You kind of have to nominate yourself a bit. But. Oh, yeah, it's most awards. Anyway, it's um, it's award season. Um, unrelated to that, I've gotten to the point where, like, like, I don't shave my legs, but every once in a while they get really hairy and I wax them, and they've gotten pretty hairy. And um, I was looking at them today. Oh, my weather update. Um, today was Coming close to 30 degrees in Los Angeles. <laughs> so extreme. Okay. Very Celsius. warm, very nice. So I wore a dress out, yeah. no stockings, no um, no black Soviet stockings as I like to normally wear in the winter. Mm. But uh, as I was thinking about award season and contemplating my hairy, hairy legs, I was like, I wonder if, I wonder if anyone, any woman has just worn like full hairy legs on the red carpet. <sighs> I don't mm. know if they have but it did make me think about how um this is like old news i think it's from last year's award season but when i was a young girl uh with dreams of becoming an actor i thought to myself if i ever get nominated for an oscar (laughs) or Mm -hmm. other awards if this ever happens to be my life my dream was to either like work with a Canadian designer or get someone to make me a, a dress out of garbage and wear it to mm-hmm. every every single award ceremony. And then I found out that Tiffany Haddish got a very fancy nice dress, but last year, maybe at all the awards, she wore it to every single one. And I was like, oh, a star mm. a star in Hollywood had my dream and made it real. And that's That's nice. I know. It's a small change in a a terrifying industry. I mean also this week, Harvey Weinstein went to jail <laughs> or got convicted. Right. Got but, convicted, yeah. Anyway, it, it, but, but all this, I mean, this is it's a pretty abstract way of, of thinking about it, I guess. But like all of this made me think that, so Weinstein went to jail. Um, I don't know if anyone has hairy legs at the Oscars, women, um, but men can wear dresses now. And just seeing 
women can wear whatever they want. Kathleen Turner kind of started that wearing suits. Um, but just watching these changes that seemed like radical things when I was young, be like, no, it's normal. By the same kids who want to cancel my generation, but still, this is cool. Yes. It, yeah, it is a nice feeling to, um, to uh, like, it, you know, this kind of change can feel like watching the sun move or something. And then yes. uh, when you sort of look back at it, it's uh, a lot has changed, even though it feels like not much has when you're when you're sort of in it. Yeah, and and it's it's big and in the mainstream. And like one of the things that I like the most about it is that potentially in some of the communities I've been operating through, kids who are just like, you're old, get out, have also adopted our ethos <laughs> in small ways. And that makes me happy in it in a larger sense. Uh, 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 also And I would like to oh, yeah. I would like to quickly caution our viewers not to watch the sun move. Mm. That's not a healthy behavior. Yeah. Just know that it's know, know that, that it's moving. Um, build yourself some special glasses. Or Absolutely, a, you can. Yeah, if there's, there's an eclipse, they're there's stuff online. And yeah, when there's not an eclipse, they're totally unavailable. Oh, and if there is an eclipse, and I know this from experience, um, two things: one, uh, you got to get them early. They're not around. Get right, them early, right before get the eclipse. Early. And two, um, don't as I did. Just put on like a bunch of welding goggles and things. That's the same. I'm pretty sure I hurt my eyes during the last eclipse. Yeah. 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 You can't fake this stuff. Okay, guys? Yeah, so, not at all. Uh, yeah. If you're going to be watching the sun, don't take a fashion route with it. Take a safety route. Yeah. And don't, don't take, I mean, maybe an informed DIY route, but not just a loosey-goosey DIY route the way that I did. Yeah, not a, not a pair of welding goggles you sell at a garage sale that you're not even sure work properly. Yeah, and not, as in my case, not a pair of welding goggles that you got at Active Surplus that were part of your clown costume. Exactly. This but, is exactly my yeah, point. And, and I think it is important to note that 4-H word audience members because I do think that they a lot of them might be clowns and, and have clown outfits, etc. Yeah, and like if it's in your musty old suitcase that you haven't opened, that moths have kind of taken over... Don't get in there and pull mm -hmm. out those glasses maybe, and use them. Yeah, yeah, maybe don't put those next to your eyes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I give them a wash, but they're not good enough for the eclipse. Um, right, also, right. also, quickly, something's happening with Bernie Sanders. Everyone's really excited. <sighs> we can't unpack sure, that yeah. now, but I guess that's good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, one thing to mention about the um, temporality of the H word in its current state is that, like, we recorded last week and we were talking about how hopeful the um, protests oh, yeah. for the Wet'suwet'en <laughs> were. And yeah. by the time that comes out, it's going to be at the worst it's ever been. Um, uh, we don't so, know that. It, it could get better. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, we're trying by to catch time, up. When, I don't episodes. know when it comes out. Yeah. <laughs> but once we catch up, then you're going to be like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, by the time this comes out, Bernie Sanders could have been pecked apart by birds at a rally for all that we know. <laughs> I don't know exactly. what's going on. Yeah. Keep... And and in that case, I would have recommended some goggles. Any kind. In that case, your clown goggles honestly will be enough. Yeah. Well, Dan, what Anything's do you... Anything's better than nothing in that case. <laughs> yeah, you don't want Bernie in your eye. Um, anyway, people are excited. I don't know what to make of it. This country seems insane. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, what are you up to today? I am headed to the uh, Stasi Museum. Oh, um, at, at the Stasi HQ 
in East Berlin. Oh, that's fascinating. Uh, yeah, um, so hopefully I'll have some uh, spying tips when everyone, I uh, um, record yeah. with you next week. Everyone um, go see the 20th century in Berlin. There is absolutely no way you will hear this before that those screenings are done. But <laughs> Yes, exactly. If you are somehow able to hear this before it screens, yep. let us know because you're important to this podcast. Oh, yeah. If you can just you feel... Are. If you can feel us talking and before yeah, it, you are, it goes anywhere. Y- you are possibly renowned producer Stacy McGonigal. Thank you, Stacy, for all the work you do. <laughs> Stacy, get yourself to Berlin. The next screening's tomorrow. Um, and also thank you <laughs> all the time. Well, uh, this has been great. I'm so thankful that you... I guess what you're doing is normal. Um, thankfully. Yeah, what I'm doing is normal. I'm thankful you did something weird. Yeah, I'm going to drink this whole Mexican Coca-Cola and I guess... I'm awake now for the day. Um, I have a super interesting interview to oh, throw, to throw to, which tonally I forget how it it'll match with this, but um, it's an interview with a guy I met named Spider, who lives in Slab City, California, which is a squatters community by the Salton Sea. It was a fantastic trip my husband and I took there, and uh, he is a fascinating man who's sort of built a a camp from the ground up uh, with a friend of his and it's a pretty cool American tale. Wow, that sounds amazing. Yeah, I'm totally stoked. And anyway, you can listen to that right now. All right. Okay. Dan, thank you so much. Uh, Hey. We're in Slab City, Nyland, California, chatting with Spider. Spider, want to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Spider. I'm, oh, I'm a family, more of a family man. Um, I, th- I thrive for them. Um, just live every day for them. You got a big family, hey? Yeah, pretty much. It's not my real family. It's uh, everybody that walks through my doors here. Yeah. So what is it, if you don't mind explaining, you know, where are we? What are well, you, what do you got set up here? We, we live in Slab City. Um, I live in the end, outskirts of Slab City on uh, Martinez land. Uh, Slab City is like right across the street from me. Oh, uh, so we're not in Slab City. No, not even. I didn't understand the... Yeah, where the lines um, are. The lines, I'm right at the end of it. Right. Yeah. Um, I got the canal in back of me, yep. which nobody can live back there, so it's always quiet. They all live across the street. It's noisy over there. I like it here. Yeah. Um, I got this place through a lot of hard work with a friend, uh, George, um, well, who, in being that friendship, he became my brother, you know. He saw in me most things that most people don't. They just take for granted, you know, uh, my abilities, oh. uh, what I can do, what I do do. Things. Uh, like, for instance, I build. I love to build. And I love to cook. So two things I have to do in, in, in the city, but the city loses the respect of uh, gratitude. Just reaching out and saying thank you. Wow, yeah. You know, so I lost all respect for that. 
even the people that I worked for, I lose respect for them because, you know, if you can't respect me, how do you expect me to re to give you the same? Right. So I get tired of the monotony and the bullshit, and I packed up my family, and I came here to Slap City. I wasn't coming here, but I came here. You ended up here. Yeah. And that was, you said, about nine years ago? Yeah, nine years ago. Um, and so do you own this land? No. 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 I'm a squatter on this land. Um, I own everything. I own everything on the land, you know, ex exclusive for the people that come here and stay with me. Uh, through the seasons, I don't own their stuff. I just watch their stuff when they leave. You know. Yeah. So you can. So you you have quite a big. I don't know compound. Yes. Yeah, that's why it's called a ponderosa. Um, ponderosa is actually a huge piece of land that people can go, and uh, it becomes your home. It becomes everybody there is family. Oh, that's what it means. Yeah. Oh, I didn't uh, know family. that. Family. Um, just like the show, the Ponderosa, back in the day. I don't know. It no. was, well, look it up. Okay. Um, it was a show called the Ponderosa, and it was a big family that owned it. It was a big ranch. They had uh, cows. They raised cows. Well, that's what it means to me, and that's what I'm building here. But with me, I'm not having cows because I don't like beef. Yeah. Okay? Beef is no good for you. Pigs are wonderful. Pigs are cute. Yeah, and they're, they're cuddly, and they get really big, 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 and then <laughs> they feed me. You, you got know. a couple pigs out here yeah. for the people listening. So I was told a story a little while back about a gentleman and his wife. They had taken two pigs, and now those two people are multi-millionaires because of those two pigs. That gets you started. It gets you started. Um, I don't want to be a multi-millionaire. Um, I just want to live here, live comfortable, uh, meet new people. Uh, that was part of the reason why I get in this, because of the Airbnb that was attached to this. Um, a lot of people from all over the world come here. I mean, it's ridiculous. Uh, when they say where they're from, I'm like, oh, cool. I had a map, but my map got ruined. But I have a picture of it with where all the pins belong, and we're going to put up a new one. Um, but that map all the pins were like stretched out over the whole thing and when people come and saw it they're like oh wow really well it's funny being here i mean we you know we're we're kind of out on the outskirts and whenever we say we're from canada no one bats an eye and yeah because we get a lot of can, can people from canada that come here during their winter it's our summer but it's our winter it's summer to them oh yeah well to me it, it feels like summer right. right now absolutely yeah so um so we get a lot of snowbirds here um, which is what I actually live off of, of the snowbirds. So I provide a services here for them. I provide food. I provide shelter. I provide internet. Um, shower. Showers. Which is very vital. Yeah. yeah. I, had a, I had a wonderful shower this morning. <laughs> it felt like a real treat out here. Yeah. Um, so I'm building a small house here. Well, maybe not so small. It's looking like but, it's coming um, together pretty big. It's built out of uh, all um, recycled, <laughs> recycled lumber from other jobs people couldn't use anymore. He would, they would bring them to me. Slow process. So it was one of the, one of the things I found really interesting here is that thing you said about wanting to meet other people. I mean, we're in a place where people have left the city, left society in some ways, not all. 
Um, and it, I was surprised at how welcoming everyone is here. It's a mix. Well, well I mean, here, it, where we are right it now. It is, Ponderosa. but um, being the owner of this place, I look for certain key things in people. Oh, yeah. And one of them is your worth. What are your abilities? What can you produce? What can you put in? Um, you have to be able, here in this camp, you have to be able to put in somehow, some way. You know, it doesn't build on its own. It doesn't work on its own. It takes not just me, but a variety of people. And if you don't do, I find that and we just weed out. Yeah, there is a real family so, feeling here yeah, and the accountability. Know, yeah. Um, there's a huge vulnerability. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and we know that every day. So that you need each other. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, so this this podcast is uh, the interviews I'm doing are are kind of about hope and you know this new decade began things can feel yeah, bleak. Hope. Yeah. How do you relate to that notion? My whole life, I'm going to be 55 years old next month. Mm-hmm. And hope. I'm sorry, but. <laughs> Don't take this the wrong way is bullshit. Yeah, good. You make your own hope. You make your own life. It's your decision of what you do and how you do it and when you do it. If you don't have the the the, the willpower or the strength, if you're a follower, yep. you're not going to make it. Hmm. You can't be a follower because there's no hope in following. You're just thriving off of somebody else. Yeah. And when you do that, that's wrong. You need to be able to stand on your own two feet and do your own thing. And people take notice when you do that. When you do take of your own, take a hold of your own hope in your own your own life, and you follow your own road, people notice and they want to say, "Hey, can I help you do that?" And that's hope. It really it, you 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 do it yourself. Mm-hmm. It's yourself. The more you do for yourself, the more you can do for others. And that's it's like uh, RuPaul says, if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody that's else? Right, You can't, you yeah. know, um, that's what this place is too. It's people's other hope. They got a place they can go. They, yeah. It says on the sign when you come into the area, that it's the last free place. Yes, it is. And freedom and independence and work seem it's really It's not exactly point. free. Know. You know, people say that and hear that. You have to work at something if, if you want to make it great. You have to work at it, and no matter what it is and what you do, it always there's always a cost, always. Uh, whether it be food, whether it be the shirt off your back, or a dollar bill, there's all, it's all something. It's always everywhere you go. Even out here in the slabs, it's like we try to keep it in the slabs. Though is the difference. Like when we get our water, we have somebody that delivers water out here in the slabs. Yeah, that lives in the slabs. Uh, we have people doing different venues now uh, for cooking. If you want a hamburger, you can go out front of the range and get a hamburger now. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want a dinner, you can come here and get a dinner. Yeah. You know, but there's still a small cost because we do have to pay for the food. Oh, you yeah. know? Some people don't understand that concept. Some people do. Yeah. Well, there's, I mean, there's, there's freedom of action and then there's things, you know, there's financial freedom and they're different. But it does feel here like that independent spirit is absolutely intertwined in everything. Yeah. Being self-made. It is. How many people live out here? Well, 
This time of the season, it could be anywhere from a thousand to four thousand. Really? Yes, but during during the summer hours that I stay full year round, there's only like a hundred to two hundred people here. Maybe sometimes even less than that. Yeah, so in the summer, so some people try to stay, and if you're all oh, hell no, I can't stay here. It's too hot, and then yeah, they yeah, it gets up to like 120, 120 degrees, degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah. I've heard. So I was just up in Dawson City, where it's the opposite. The locals stay in the winter when it's 45 below, and that's when there aren't that many tourists. Um, how do you deal with the summers? I mean, you well, have a family so here far, with kids. Yeah, I know, but every year I strive to do something new. Every year. Uh huh. Um, Last year, I added a new trailer for me and my wife. It's got air conditioning. Nice. Uh, I just run a generator, and boom, I got air conditioning in my house. Um, one year, I added the pigs. One year, I added the chickens. Um, this year, I'm adding a pool. Um, next year, I'll be adding a greenhouse for the pool so I can grow my own vegetables. Every year, I do try to make those goals so I get everything done. And this is all for the public later, too. Yeah. People can come in, take a shower, go sit in the pool for a while. It's going to be all enclosed. Um, yeah. Yeah, the sense of welcome and hospitality here is amazing. Yeah, until you piss us off. Until? <laughs> I'm trying not to. <laughs> well, that's where that's where the law of the slabs come in. You know, it's it's all about respect. If you can't respect people, then they don't want you around. And here in the Ponderosa, because the people that live here, they demand respect, you know, um, and if you don't give it, they let you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, um, and it's, but it's a nice vibe here, too. Yeah. Like, you can tell yeah. that you guys have worked really hard at it. Well, everybody knows me. Um, I'm an asshole. And I know it. But I'm the asshole you want on your side. Yeah. Because... I will be there through thick and thin. And that's what a friend is. You know, you're there through thick and thin. No matter what happens, you're always there. If one of my friends walked out of here and had to go get into a fight, well, I'd be walking right out of here right with him uh -huh. to help him. Nobody else, him. Right. And that's the way we are out here. Uh, if, if if somebody does something and it's, and it, it's really wrong, then the, the slabs gets together. And figures and it out. we take care of it. It yeah. gets taken care of. Either you leave or we find ways to make you leave. Right. You know. And those there are is pretty, mischief. There those is mischief. Those are pretty extreme cases, though, yes, right? Yeah. There has been. Oh, I'm in sure. In the past, yeah. Well, again, the sense of freedom out <laughs> here. I've been threatened. My life's been threatened oh out here multiple times. But I'm still here. I'm a tough old cookie. Yeah. I can take a licking, you know. Um, <laughs> but I don't... I don't... I, I don't... I don't like that. I don't like drama. So one of the biggest things here is, is we don't talk about other people here. We don't talk about other people's drama here. We leave it out there. Nice. You mean here at the Ponderosa? At that's the Ponderosa, cool. yes. And when people come here, they also know that. I didn't um, even notice, but yeah. Yeah. People aren't talking about When they're coming here. here, it's just to be cool, you know, come say hi, have a drink, a soda, have some breakfast. Play some music, or maybe. Night, yeah, or get on the internet, you know. Um, so... Yeah, it's my home. Yeah. Well, know, and they treat it as such. One of the things that is really beautiful out here is the sense that everyone in their own camp gets to define what they want around them. And like you said, I mean, I do think some people 
follow and some people lead and that is okay. But, you know, if you decide to establish a camp and work on it, you get to make the rules. And I'm sure there's other things out there that are very chaotic going on. There are really no rules here. Well, but your rules well, actually, are there is. accountability, it's don't <laughs> gossip. You know. I, I say it all the time. It's either my way or the highway. The road has two ways, up and down. Which one would you prefer? Because in here, it is my way. Yeah. Out there, it's your way. So you can take, make that choice. And that's the way it is. The other thing I really have noticed about here, I mean, again, thinking about sort of moving forward towards what looks like some difficult times, probably politically, all over the world, um, is that you guys all have such self-reliance. And obviously, you've built all this yourself. Yes. That's Those are skills that... I think we're going to become um, a lot I more. I provide my own power. I can provide my own power. I don't need the generator. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I can shut my generator off and just run off of the uh, solar. You have solar here? Yes. Ah, cool. Um, I just use the generator as backup because we cook a lot. We do toast and certain things need a lot of juice and I don't want to draw it all off of my batteries. Right. So uh, I use a little generator. I have deep freezers. Really? Uh, yeah, I can... Um, I have all the convenience and comfort of a house and of the city here in my yard. Um, I recycle everything. I reuse everything. Everything has worth. I don't like throwing stuff away. I get hollered at a lot for it. What, <laughs> <laughs> by, by Shannon? Yeah, because I collect so much shit. <laughs> but it has it has value. It has worth. I mean, you know, I can make things with it. Yeah, you've got all those bottles out front. Are those for... Yeah, those are for art. Art? For my art. Yeah, um, I make walls and things like that. I make wooden walls. I make glass walls. I make cement <laughs> walls. I make whatever... Whatever suits my fancy at the time. <laughs> <laughs> Do you keep working through the summer? Yep. Yeah. Uh, I work in the morning, but not in the afternoon. It's too hot in the afternoon. In the afternoon, we're dodging heat. But that's actually why I'm building a lot of this, too, is uh, for different airflows. If you make multiple rooms, uh, it traps the air. And if you open a door, it will make the airflow. If you open a window in certain areas and how you do it, you make the roof line. It makes the air, even if there's a slight breeze, but it's you see the big difference in here because the sun's not shining yeah. in here. How did you learn all this stuff around? By living out here, by doing, experiencing, by by screwing up and fixing mm -hmm. it over and over and over. Yeah, I still do that every day. I find I it's living out here this way. A lot of people in the city won't can't do it. Oh yeah, I don't They're know that I know could. How. I don't know that I could do it. Well, I don't know um, how either. It scares me that I don't know actually. Yeah, and if it keeps going the way it's going, everybody's going to have to live like this. Yeah, yeah, I can feel that very much. Um, so, when the world goes to shit, I'll be here. <laughs> See, that's hope. I understand what you're saying. And everybody, everybody that comes here, they ask me if they're going to come out here and live. I try to help. Uh, I have things laying around, you know, if people need power, I can help you with that. Really? <laughs> if they're willing to be part of the community and give back? No. No? No, if they're willing to do it themselves, I'll show them. Wow. I'll show you how to do it, but I'm not going to do it for you. It's your life. It's your choice. You have to do it. If you don't, if somebody else does it for you, then it's not your life. Yeah. It's somebody else's life that you're living on again. Right. Yeah, so that feeling of independence again. Yes, independence. 
Um, well, this has been a wonderful interview. Anything else you want to say? Got any messages for the people mostly in Canada? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what? Come see me. Yeah. How do they find, <laughs> how's everyone find you? Uh, right on the internet, California yeah. Ponderosa. Uh, we have a website. Um, it's on Airbnb yeah, too. Yeah, on Airbnb too. Um, I'm on, I'm on Facebook on uh, all those Instagrams and As California everything. Ponderosa? Yeah, California Ponderosa. Cool. Um, and what are this? what kind of spaces do you have for people to stay in here? Um, I have multiple spaces. Yep. Right now I have four that are on the uh, Airbnb. Um, my barn, my cabin, I have a cabin. That's where uh, I'm staying. My honeymooner and my George trailer. And later on, as time goes on, I'm going to be adding to them yeah. uh, certain things I want to build. Like I have people come out here and stay in tents. Uh, so, yeah, I have, I rent by the month or by the week or by the day, whatever people. And I don't look, I'm not looking to get rich. I look, what can you afford? You know, a lot of people don't have a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. You know, and on through the Airbnb, yes, the houses, if you're renting by the month, yeah, they are expensive because I prov- I provide the power for them. Yeah. So, you know, through the Airbnb, they're expensive. But if you come out here and you want to stay a week or so, talk to me. Talk to me. You know, let's I'm figure willing it out. to work with people all the time. Cool. You know, I know what it's like living in the city. And I know what it's like getting your house taken away from you. And Has that happened to you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was living up in Maine. I, um, I took in a broken down place and the roof was all caved in. Snow was in on the living room. And oh, my God. I moved in there with my two boys and I closed off the ceiling, wrapped it up, and I made a new house there. Added rooms onto it, redid the inside of it, and they came and said, Oh, this is beautiful. You've got to move. We want to put our brother in here. Oh, my God. So I had to move. Shit happens. It does. You know, and that happens to a lot of people. And sometimes when you become homeless, that's how it happens. There's so and many ways, so many routes yeah, to homelessness. So many people end up like that. And if you're homeless, you don't have to be if you don't want to be. Right. You can find a space like this here, make your own home. This place is very special, though. Oh, everybody's welcome. And what are the, if you don't mind my asking, what are the rules? Like, why are you allowed to be here? Squatters, right? Or what is this land? It's actually land they can't really do anything with. If they're going to do anything with it, they would have to come in here for a few miles and take all this dirt out and clean it all. What happened here? Uh, Through the years of so many people living here, cesspools, shithouses, throwing trash away. The town didn't want to get involved, let people have trash rights. That's Nyland. That's Nyland. Now they don't give you no water. The Chambers of Converse have uh, shut down. They won't let you get water there anymore. Oh, they used to let you. Oh, yeah, they used to let us. Yeah, I was going to ask the relationship with the town. uh, We've tried to... uh, get in with the chambers of commerce told them look we'll pay the we'll pay the water bill you know the slabs is willing to do that we'll get money together and pay the bill no they shut it all down do your kids go to school in town yeah. they do okay. yeah our kids go to school in calipat oh, okay yeah but so you do have access to yeah that. bus drops up dro- drops them off right outside so all Wonderful. the slab kids go to well just school. our kids do oh really you yeah, all make your I, arrangements because of this place because of the airbnb i follow the i follow uh, what i call is babylon 
which where you come from from the cities is Babylon. Babylon, I like follow the their laws. Yeah. Because if I don't, then we have they come out here and they give you all kinds of trouble. They want to take your kids. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. With kids, it gets so, serious. Yeah. <laughs> and that's another reason why my camp's so large too, because I don't want any trouble from anybody. My kids have shelter. They yeah. have food. They have water. Everything they need to survive, you know, and they have everything here to need to survive if anything happens to me. Yeah. No. So, they can survive here. Yeah, and do you show them this, all the stuff you do? Yeah. yeah, they know what to do. You know how to build. They just don't and... like to do it. Yeah. They're still <laughs> You know young. any kid that likes to go out there and build? <laughs> no. Not very many, you know. Not very many. But, um, yeah. That's amazing. Our doors are always open. So all you people in Canada can come on down. Yeah, and, and any us. anyone who's listening. And the food's great. I'm going to eat some eggs and hash browns right now. Hell yeah. <laughs> all right. I don't eat breakfast. I eat dinner. I eat one meal a day. That's it. I try to eat in the middle of the day. Oh, if I eat in the morning, I get sloppy and lazy. I don't want to do nothing. <laughs> yeah. Then I get stoned in that I really don't want to do anything. <laughs> what's your What's on your to-do list today? A doorway. A doorway. Here? Uh, on the other side over here, I got a uh, that solid core door there. It's going to go in. Amazing. Building a sitting room slash laundry room, shower room. Just another room. Well, I'm excited to see how it all comes together next time we pass through. Well, every time you do come through, something new will be here. Yeah. Every year I do something new. Yeah. I, that's me. Most CD about it. Oh, yeah. Well, you could I tell. I have a lot of different projects going on. A lot of the reason why some of them don't get finished because I run out of materials for them and I have to wait for the materials to do, finish that product. And people just bring you materials. Sometimes. So people, Sometimes it's a long wait. <laughs> you can bring some wood if in lumber. Hell yeah, you can bring me lumber, you can bring me anything you wish to get rid of. Yeah, actually in general, if you bring it to this lab, someone will want it. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, over at East Jesus, they just said, bring us the junk out of your garage. Yep. We want whatever garbage you got and they're making art out of it. Yeah, sometimes I find nice treasures. Yeah. Really cool stuff. So, well, yeah. yeah, and stuff that looks like, it, it, you know, its usefulness wouldn't be seen otherwise. And you can definitely see that it's all being used here. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. I get dead trees, put them up, and if it's a doll, I'll put it in there. If it's a, a teacup, I'll hang it up there. If it's old. It'll, it'll last for a little while until the wind gets it. <laughs> well, I won't keep you anymore. I'll let you get back to work. So, everybody, um, check out California Ponderosa on all the social media, yeah. Airbnb. Thank you You'll so much. You'll enjoy Spider. yourselves. Yeah, you will. Thank you. You're welcome. The H Word Podcast is produced by Stacy McGonigal for The Shop. Follow The Shop on Instagram at the underscore shop to. Artwork this week by Sawyer Kennedy Gall, and our theme music as always by Laura Barrett. For information on all our artists and guests, please follow us everywhere at The H Word Pod or sign up for our newsletter at thehwordpod.com. Hey.